EV, after which you lust, perhaps in the manner of some insufferable self-righteous green twat? Well, it's not going to get cheaper anytime soon. And as for production just ramping up to meet demand anytime in the foreseeable future, good luck with that, but don't be breath-holding. And this is not just my opinion, this is the opinion of a whole bunch of insiders in the mining industry who are simply unable to extract lithium out of the earth fast enough to get the job done. Autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap. Sometimes EVs, but there's such a small proportion of total sales, dude. Anyway, if you want one, website, card. Now, I don't know because we've all been preoccupied with calling Meghan Markle for everything under the sun and mourning the loss of Her Royal Highness Queen Elizabeth II and all of the pomp and circumstance surrounding getting her into the ground and moving on with the King now. There was a conference in Western Australia just a couple of days ago, Benchmark Mineral Intelligence, which is an agency that I've never heard of. The conference was called Gigafactories Asia Pacific. That was back on Wednesday. Who knew? Anyway, the salient thing about all of this is that the spot price of all of these critical components inside batteries, such as lithium and nickel, have just poof, spiked. And I'm, Jesus, dude, like these are expensive things all of a sudden. In China, the price of lithium hit 70,000 US dollars a tonne recently, right? Nickel was 100k in US dollars per tonne. And this is just supply and demand operating, right? So at this conference, all of these bigwigs, and some of them were obviously economist types, and I don't have all that much respect for economists because their default proposition is, well, economics is kind of like physics, only harder, to which I would say, fuck off, dude. It's just not. Like, the salient difference is that economics is a kind of ontologically objective science. Sure, it's got rules, but the rules orbit money. And money is an epistemically subjective thing at best, right? So that's a little different to physics. And in some respects, Economics is a faith-based undertaking. It's not unlike religion in that respect, right? Like with physics, if you jump off the sixth floor balcony and you know the height, you pretty much know how hard you're going to hit the ground, right? Economics, not so much because the joke I heard the other day, which was great, was that economists are so good that they have accurately predicted nine out of the past five recessions, which kind of tells you everything you need to know about economists and economics, right? I wouldn't want them in charge of the moonshot, for example. Anywho, they have kind of weighed in these leading mining economist bigwigs with big titles and doing big jobs. And they said the following, which is really interesting in the context of how this is going to play 
for EVs and the manufacture thereof, the supply thereof, will they meet demand, etc. Okay, And these dudes all have a vested interest to get the friggin' job done. They just do, because there's money on the table to do it now. And yet, many of them seem to paint a picture in which this is, let's be kind, ambitious at best. Okay, Andrew Miller, who's the COO, so the Chief Operating Officer of Benchmark Mineral Intelligence, which hosted the conference, here's some quotes from him, right? He goes... I think people have to treat these as a warning sign, he means the elevated prices of these minerals, as a warning sign of what's still to come for the market and for the various aspects of the supply chain over the years to come. Because let's not forget mining projects are not the sort of thing you can just turn on like a light. There has to be an approvals process and you've got to get it all underway. And it generally takes years to get this sort of thing done, particularly for any sort of exploitation that's potentially Aaron Brockovich, you know, there's a lot of controls that have to be ticked off. He continues and says, this year alone, we're expecting the global demand for lithium-ion batteries to grow by about 14%. And if you contrast the market where it was last year at around 450 gigawatt hours, we expect that by the early 2030s, that number will top 3,000 gigawatt hours, so from 450 to 3,000 in about a decade. So three terawatt hours of demand in the pipeline in a relatively short time frame. Now, this is obviously more than a six-fold increase in demand in the space of from now to 10 years henceforth. And this industry is groaning under the weight of trying to cope with that and capitalise on it. Now, there's no incentive for not capitalising on it, right? The question is, can they do it? There's this woman named uh, Sinead Kaufman, who is the lithium boss of Rio Tinto. I don't know how you get to be lithium boss, but anyway, Ms. Kaufman is, and she says, quote, battery materials in Rio has really been dedicated to trying to build at scale a portfolio of mining assets across lithium, but also other critical minerals and battery materials. And we see, as others do, an enormous demand for lithium as a building stock for lithium-ion batteries. And the Academy Award for stating the friggin' obvious goes too. I mean, she says, forecasts show that light electric vehicles will make up 50% of light vehicles on the road by 2030, which means that lithium consumption, as Andrew said, the earlier guy, needs to surge way above anything that's currently been planned to be mined. So these things aren't even in the planning stages yet, and the forecast of elevated demand is in the pipeline, and let's face it, we're only eight years away. And in the context of setting up a full-on mining operation, extracting thousands of tonnes of the target mineral, that's a photo finish, right? She says, with every project in the world that's projected to come on, we'll still be short by 50% of the amount of lithium that's required to build the electric vehicles. I'm going to give that to you one more time, right? 
And she would know. With every project in the world that is projected to come on, we will still be short by 50% of the amount of lithium that's required to build the electric vehicles. So let's just think about that. We got demand going like this, right? It's like moonshot territory and supply is going to be short by 50%. This is like economics 101. If there's an imbalance of supply and demand of that nature, the price of the single biggest and most expensive component of an electric vehicle, the battery, can only head in one direction, right? That's what's going to happen for the next eight years. There's a dude here from Japan, Ryuta Tawaguchi, who's the Chief Technology Officer of Freya Battery, F-R-E-Y-R, -E which is a really odd fusion of Nipponese and Norse culture there, isn't it? Freya was that god of whatever that they kept praying to in Vikings when the chips were down. Uh, Tawaguchi-san says metal prices are now too high, and obviously lithium and nickel, both metals. If these prices continue, it's impossible to sell enough number of EVs because the EV is too expensive to penetrate. I think he means the market. We're obviously dealing with a bit of English second language here, so you might have to infer this and that from Tawaguchi-san's comments. Maybe high-end for luxury brand is okay, meaning Porsche Taycans and things of that nature, but not for mass volume EVs. In other words, the, the EV that we desperately need, the $30,000 nasty EV that only goes 100Ks, that really does make economic sense, that means you can go to the shops or the office or drop the kids to school, whatever, and do it affordably, that's going to be no can do, dude, for the foreseeable future because of the fundamental economics of supply and demand for things like nickel and lithium. He goes on, Tawaguchi-san, and says, so I can say EV is now 10,000 US dollars more expensive than internal combustion. I'd say it's probably even more than that, because if you look at a Kona and a Kona electric, like an internal combustion Kona and a Kona electric, the price is more like 20-something thousand dollars different. Australian dollars, but still more than 10,000 US dollars difference. And that's the closest thing I can find to apples for apples comparison, right? Uh, Tawaguchi-san goes on and says, what is in our plan is next five years the battery cost is 50% reduced. So they're planning for that, to reduce the cost of the battery. Economies of scale, blah, 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 fundamental engineering. He goes on and says, but actually 50% more in current metal price. Someone needs to pay a lot, maybe the end user, which would be you, dude, if you're in the market for an electric car. And this is, rather than this wank that's going on in Canberra right now, why don't we start talking about this stuff? The absolute unworkability of getting EVs affordable because we can't exploit the raw materials for the batteries quickly enough. And finally, from a company called SK-ON, which is a South Korean battery manufacturer, a dude here, the head of strategy, Dong Ho Gu, which is, in my mind at least, the ultimate porno video star name, Dong Ho Gu, starring Dong Ho Gu. If only, you know, in a parallel universe, you know, anything would be possible, wouldn't it? 
Donghagu. We are not a miner. This is SK-On, the South Korean battery manufacturer. We are not a processing player, so our optimal capital allocation is still to keep focusing on investing in manufacturing plants globally. However, we also allocate our capital to source critical minerals. Previously, we are focusing on the major players, but the market is not easy right now. So we want to talk to junior minor players to source and to support our future growth. So let's just think about that in another context, right? We can't find major players to supply our lithium. Let's say you wake up with a splitting headache and it turns into a brain tumour and they tell you that all of the really experienced, high-profile neurosurgeons are kind of a bit too busy to deal with you. That would be the only time you'd look for a junior burger neurosurgeon, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you want the best dude who would presumably give you the best possible outcome. And I'd suggest that this, from Dong Hagu, is exactly that. This is desperation stuff in the mining battery production game. And I'd suggest that all of this rhetoric that you hear from the Electric Vehicle Council and the Greens and friggin' Albo trying to appease green sentiment in the electorate, it fails fundamentally to acknowledge the commercial reality that if we did want, say, 50% of new vehicle sales to be EVs worldwide, or even in this country, we just can't source the materials fast enough. And this is according to experts who are financially incentivized to rip this stuff out of the ground as quickly as they can and sell it to the likes of Donghogu and Tawaguchi-san.